He's a Hall of Famer. He's one of the greatest players in the history of the game, in my opinion. Uh, if it wasn't for Steph Curry, he'd be the greatest warrior still in the history of the game. Rick Barry joins me next on Locked On Warriors. You are Locked On Warriors, your daily Golden State Warriors podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks for making Locked On Warriors your first listen every day. We're free and available on all platforms. And today's episode is brought to you by Prize Picks. Check out prizepicks.com and use promo code NBA or go to your app store and download the app today. Prize Picks is daily fantasy made easy. You can follow my guest on Twitter and pretty much every social media platform at Rick24Barry. He's one of the greatest players in the history of the game. Rick, how are you doing, sir, in Florida? Well, it's wonderful down here in Florida, but I have to have to correct you a little bit because let's not forget about Will Chamberlain, who was a warrior. I mean, Will Chamberlain is the greatest center I've ever played the game. The guy has done things that will never, ever, 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 ever be duplicated. So uh, let's give a little shout out to who I got to know after I retired. Just a great guy. And I'm sorry that he's not really enjoyed uh, getting a chance to hang out with him a little bit after uh, after I had retired. So uh, kudos to him. And yeah. uh, Everybody know I'm looking forward. I'm actually going to be out there on the 21st of uh, this month because they're going to honor Rick Welps, the former president of the Warriors, who was a friend of mine back in the days when I was up doing broadcasting work for the Seattle Supersonics and living up there in Mercer Island. Got to know Rick when he was working there and he left and obviously journeyed over to the NBA and was really helpful for them in their marketing. Uh, was a big factor working with David Stern. And then with the success he had there, he wound up going down doing a great job with the Phoenix Suns. And then, of course, came to the Warriors and had tremendous success there as well. So I'm um, excited that they're going to honor uh, someone who deserves to get those uh, the type of kudos that he's, uh, he's going to get. And they'll have a medallion placed with him outside the building. So looking forward to that on the 21st. Oh, wow. Well, I'll, I'll definitely come join you uh, at Chase Center. I've told you when you actually come down here, I will join you. Maybe we can record a episode of the Rick Barry show. That's your podcast that you host uh, going back to uh, Will Chamberlain, by the way. Um, and first of all, the only reason why I don't put him in the same class as you and Steph right now is just because he played for different teams. He won his championship with a different team. Um, I know you played against him. I have no disrespect toward Wilt. Uh, and I do think he's underrated in terms of the all time rankings and all this stuff is super subjective, but that's the only reason why I don't put him in the same class as you and Steph is because you two people identify and personify you as warriors. Um, I don't know if they do that with Wilt. You know what I'm well, saying? Here's, like, the thing. here's the thing. He was a warrior, but he was a warrior yeah, he was. in Philadelphia before they came out here. And then he was out here and he wasn't out here for a long time. I'm just giving kudos because the Warriors were back in 1946. Wilt was an integral part of the Warriors franchise yeah. for many, many years, uh, even though he didn't have a championship with them. And he got the championship when he went to Philadelphia. And then, of course, with the Lakers. But, you know, I mean, the guy's was unbelievable. I mean, I still, I I just, when people start throwing out statistics, I mean, 50 points a game. Come on, Cyrus. That's the most absurd. (laughs) I don't even know know what you can equate that to in any other sport. Seriously. No, I I, I just, yeah, no, I'm with you. It's just so far beyond comprehension that a one human being playing for the game of basketball can average 50 points a game for an entire season. That's just nuts. And then 22.5 rebounds a game for his career. I mean, what? hell, I was thrilled to death because I had 25 rebounds in one game. You know, well, let me ask you. It happened to be, happened to be against the 76ers, which I'm very proud <laughs> of. 
But my God, the stuff that this guy did was just, uh, it was, it was insane. Absolutely insane. So anyway, let's get off of that. And no, 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 but no, no, but I mean, look, as a student of the game, as a student of life, I, I always love to listen and take a step back when people have actually seen and witnessed an individual like Wilt. I'd love your perspective over someone who hasn't, right. Who relies strictly on, on stats or, or YouTube videos. Um, so, so and you've told me re- repeatedly how dominant of a player Wilt was. You mentioned the 50 points a game. Was the fact that he was so good that he got bored one year that he decided to lead the league in assists? Is that more impressive to you? Well, but that was when he was with the Lakers. You know, he had Jerry West and all the other guys could do all the stuff. And so he was willing to do whatever he could do. Right. I mean, but that's another one. Throw that out there. What center has ever led the freaking league? <laughs> I mean, seriously. I mean, just think of the stuff that this guy did during the course of his career. I right. mean, God knows what he would have had if they had blocked shots. And it, well, who knows what, what would have looked like if they had a three point line when he played, right? I mean, maybe well, no, you would have been. Well, he would have probably worked on trying to go ahead and shoot those. <laughs> maybe. Yeah. No, 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 <laughs> we, it's so crazy. And I did that that podcast with Malcolm Gladwell talking about, well, why in the world did he switch from going underhanded when he shot? And he uh, used that in the season when he shot 50 points, you know, average 50 points a game. And it was the free throws that helped him do it because in the game when he scored 100, he was 28 for 32. Is it just image? Is it just, is that what, pe- is that what it comes down to? People just don't I like guess, the way it looks. I, mean, I guess that's why I, I other can't. people are reluctant to do it is ego and stuff. But what the hell difference does it make how you look? This isn't, this isn't a I'm competition. This is not a beauty contest. Okay? I'm with you. You don't get points. You don't get extra credit for looking good. I, I agree with you, but in, in, in <laughs> only true statistic in the game of basketball where you can be selfish and help your team. I, we all know Wilt was uh, uh, particularly interested in his own image. His sexual proclivities, I think, are, are a testament to that. I saw this picture recently of Wilt with Arnold Schwarzenegger and Hugh Hefner at the Playboy Mansion. Were you ever involved in what I'm guessing is uh, Earth's version of heaven? Were, were you ever involved been, in those? Been, I, well, I was there at times, but not to the point where I was there and, and indulging in the, uh, <laughs> the that perhaps had taken place in some of the rooms <laughs> by the pool and the little grotto and all the, the grotto, other stuff. Yeah. Oh. No, I, I never, uh, I never partook in that, but I, I was there. I did get to see it. I got to meet you oh. there and played in some, uh, actually played in some tennis exhibitions on their tennis court that they have there. Um, yeah, that was kind of, that was fun. It was, it was an interesting lifestyle that, uh, you have to relate. That's for sure. I think, and if you, you've led an interesting life, I think just seeing it is enough. I don't know if you have to actually participate, but no, that's no, me. No, it, <laughs> see it. I mean, it's kind of like, Hey, you go to the Indy 500, you know, I got to be in the boxes, looking over the pits and watching that incredible experience, Kentucky Derby, you know, Super Bowl and stuff. A lot of those unbelievable sporting events to be there in person and to see it. But of course, the best of all, I got to play in the finals of the NBA, and win, and win. Yeah, that's that was even better, and especially in the way that we did it. So I just happened to see something yesterday. I was going through stuff. Rick Camwell was doing stuff with the uh, the NBA has a thing called the Vault or some stuff, and they had Pete Vesey and uh, what the hell? Who else was up there? Mad Dog uh, Carter uh, was on there talking okay. about championship year. I'm actually in the process of working really hardly talking. I'm talking to some people. I'm trying the best that I can to try to finally get a documentary done about our championship year. I, 
it's unbelievable to me with all the stuff I see out there and the documentaries that are done about players and teams and whatever, to not have a documentary having been done about our team in right. 1975 without question. I mean, even Cantwell got it wrong. Rick Barry said it's the greatest thing in sports history. No, I said it's the greatest upset in the history of the three major sports in our country for the finals without question. There's no way that anybody could ever come up with something to compare to it. And we were slighted. We didn't get on the cover of Sports Illustrated. We didn't get invited to the White House. I mean, nobody made a big deal about it. It it was pathetic. And I feel that my teammates have been shortchanged. I mean, I got the MVP, the but I wouldn't have been the MVP if it wasn't for my teammates because we wouldn't have been in the finals if it wasn't for my teammates when I sucked in game seven of the Western (laughs) Conference finals. I mean, that's what it's about. It's about a team achieving success. The story was an incredible story, trading off a Hall of Fame center and Nate Thurman and wind up having to play them in the championship of the Western Conference and, the, and Clifford Ray coming over and the role that he played and, and Butch Beard and Charles Dudley and, and, and CJ and Derek Dickey and Phil Smith and all of the other guys on the team and Bill Bridges. There's an unbelievable story there that has never been told. And, and I'd love it to get told now. I mean, you know, Al's having some difficulties, you know, health-wise, and he's hanging in there well. But it'd be nice to get it done before we yeah. lose some more guys because we already lost a bunch of our guys from that team. And I, I'm hoping they could find some way to be able to – I got somebody expressing some interest in it. But I, I think it's a disservice to to our world of sports to not have Agreed. had one for that with so many other stuff that doesn't even come close to comparing to it. I agree. I, and and I, I don't disagree with anything you said. I, th- I think to me, uh, of the four major professional sports, uh, the 1975 Golden State Warriors championship win, and it, to me, it wasn't just beating the Bullets. It was sweeping them in the dominant fashion when you were such an underdog. And it's a travesty that there's no documentary made about that. So whoever's listening or watching, whether it's a 30 on 30 NBA TV, um, there needs to be a, a platform for this. I'm stoked you're working on it. Um, we'll talk a lot more about your background, those Warriors teams, the current Warriors, and more after we pay some bills real quick. And, Rick, you can either shut your mic off or join in, whatever you want to do uh, while I pay these bills. First off, I want to talk about prize picks, which is a unique way for individuals who love to increase the stakes in terms of betting. Uh, prize picks basically just lays down a lot of interesting things to bet on uh especially with like over unders for total points for players um obviously you've been hearing locked on hosts talk about prize picks for months have you signed up yet prize picks is daily fantasy made easy if you haven't checked it out yet you're missing out i'm telling you you're gonna love this app for nba and mixed spots pickums where you're and essentially with everything that you're betting on you're picking one side or another it's relatively simplistic um Price Picks has the best NBA DFS prop game on the market. Price Picks offers more NBA props than any other DFS Danny Daily Fantasy uh, uh, sports prop operator, and offers all the superstar players as well as bench players only recording a handful of minutes each game. So Warriors fans, I mean, go on there, make some interesting bets, have fun with it. Uh, go to prizepicks.com today and use promo code NBA or go to your app store and download the app. Prize Picks is daily fantasy made easy. Today's episode is also brought to you by Shopify. Oh, well, let, me get, uh, let me get a little thing. Let me get a little thing in there about that first. Yeah. Okay. okay, okay, okay please. Okay. Here's the deal. 
You can have a lot of fun with it. It's really cool. I God, I wish you all the luck in the world because I think it's the hardest thing in the world to figure out what the hell is going to happen in an NBA game. But <laughs> with that said, the one thing, don't bet money that you can't afford to lose. Yes. Okay? That's all I'm saying. Good advice. That is sound advice. I could not agree with you more. Uh, and with that said, go still have some fun at prize picks, but do so responsibly, as Hall of Famer Rick Barry just said. Um, this show is also brought to you by uh, Shopify. Um, if you hear a ching sound, it's the sound of another sale on Shopify, the all-in-one commerce platform to start, run, and grow your business. Shopify gives entrepreneurs the resources once reserved for big business, so upstarts, startups, and established businesses alike can sell everywhere, synchronize online and in-person sales, and effortlessly stay informed. Scaling your business is a journey of endless possibility. Uh, and believe me, this this podcast, Locked On Warriors, we just got some new hosts right here. Um, you know, in, in our case, our audience was much smaller. We're growing the business. Rick Barry has the Rick Barry show, his fantastic podcast. I'm a part of, I really think we could be selling him some amazing t-shirts and other apparel on there to make some real money. Um, and you could do that with Shopify. Um, Shopify powers millions of businesses from first scale to full scale. Go to shopify.com slash locked on NBA. That's all lowercase again. Shopify.com slash locked on NBA for a free 14 day trial and get full access to Shopify's entire suite of features. Grow your business with Shopify today. Go to Shopify.com slash locked on NBA right now. Again, Shopify.com slash locked on NBA. Don Warriors, your daily Golden State Warriors podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks for making Locked On Warriors your first listen. For your next listen, check out the Locked On Now podcast, nightly recaps of every NBA game with analysis from our local experts. I go on there occasionally, listen to Locked On Now on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or watch it on the Locked On NBA YouTube channel. We're joined by NBA Hall of Famer, a member of the NBA 75 team, Rick Barry. You can follow him on all social media platforms at Rick24Barry. Um, I would love your perspective on this, Rick. I love perspectives from amazing, legendary Hall of Fame players when it comes to other great players. But I don't know if you or anyone else has Clay Thompson's perspective, which is these back-to-back -back horrific injuries. He's missed uh, over 900 days, two and a half years. Um, what do you think's going through his mind, and what should Warriors fans expect when uh, Clay potentially makes his debut uh, this Sunday against Cavaliers? Well, only he can answer that, and everybody is different. That's the beauty of life, is that yeah. it got to be boring, wouldn't it, if everybody was the same? Um, so with Clay, the closest I came is I had back-to-back -back knee injuries back when they didn't have arthroscopic surgery. And I can tell you, it's a very difficult thing to go and deal with because you don't know if you're ever going to be able to play again and play at the level that you played at. And that was after I had the first knee surgery. I came back, was playing, and I had another one. And um, that was that was really difficult. I mean, I had to go back in again, had to go through the rehab again. Now, I wasn't out two years, which is, mm -hmm. I mean, it's it's a lot more than you know, me missing parts of two seasons and not being out for two full seasons. So I can't even imagine what he's going through there mentally. But if anybody 
can overcome this mm-hmm. would be Clay Thompson because I think he is a committed individual to the game of basketball. I think he loves the game. Uh, he's put the time and the effort and the work into it. I'm praying that everything goes well and he doesn't get any other type of major injury and he can finish out his career injury free. Right. But the reason I think he has a chance of being an integral part of the success of the Warriors is because those type of injuries could certainly cause you to lose a half a step and a half a step in basketball is usually a freaking disaster. Yeah. You mentioned that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's <laughs> a big deal. That's a freaking big deal, but <laughs> I think where it's going to, where it will impact him most would be on the defensive end, his individual defense, but you don't win championships with individual defense. His individual defense performance in the past was outstanding, but mm-hmm. it's team defense. Right. This is why I watched the Warriors the other day. Why well, not the game against Dallas, but I watched the, the, the other game when they played at home. And I'm telling you, their rotations and their help and their movement on defense is really fun to watch. If you know the game, Man, it's I I was I was so proud of them for the way the coaching staff has got them playing that kind of help defense to rotation. Right. So nobody's getting a simple a simple easy shot. They're getting their hands on balls, they're getting turnovers, and man, it's fun to watch. And Clay is smart enough and a good enough player to be a part of that because he was before. And his individual defense may suffer, but who cares? Because yeah. individual defense, I said, doesn't win it. And a greatest individual defensive player is going to get his ass whipped many <laughs> times by a great offensive player. I played against a lot of great defensive players and went by him without any problem. Okay. Now I had to work a little bit harder, but they're not going to stop me. Okay. I got too right. many ways to beat them. They're on the defensive. Let's face it. Okay. So that's the part that I'm saying that, well, it'll be okay, but he's not going to be the same individual defensive wise. And the beauty of it is for him, it's not going to hurt his offense. Right. He's not the explosive guy blowing by you. This is a guy in this system that they play will flourish because they pass, they move, they cut, they get and create opportunities for their teammates. The man scored 37 points on what, nine dribbles or some stupid thing? I mean, he doesn't need to be quick and go by people. That's not his game. And just imagine how good his shot must be now with all the he's had to even perfect it more than what it was before i mean just think of how many shots he's gotten up since he's been able to go back out on the court and practice i mean literally hundreds of thousands of shots he's been and he's been great before this i can't even imagine how good it's liable to be so i'm very excited about it really looking forward to seeing how he does and how they bring him along he's such a popular player rick there's been a lot of videos of him on boats do you own a boat are you a boat connoisseur? Whenever we want to own a boat, uh, I'd love to. I love to fish. I don't mind going in a boat to go fishing. I don't really particularly like going out in salt water in the big deep sea. I've done it before, but I'm more of a freshwater fisherman. I love to get out and be have my waders on and get in and you know wade and be fishing and then move and go someplace else. And then you know fish from the boat as well is good too. But not in the not in the in the waves and stuff. I got seasick one time. I never want to get seasick again. It's horrendous. Yes, it is it's horrendous. Hard. No, it. It's a miserable experience. No, you're absolutely right. And uh, anyways, uh, when we come back, uh, I want to give kudos to uh, one of your five professional basketball playing sons. It's his birthday today. Um, and we're going to preview uh, what's to come for the Warriors and maybe maybe talk about their struggles and how they can overcome that. Uh, first, Rick, have you ever had a Built Bar? That's one of the official sponsors of Locked On Warriors. They're tasty snacks. I still haven't had one yet. 
everyone I talk to loves these things. Um, and it is the new year. So that means new year's resolutions. If yours is about getting fit or eating healthier, make sure you include built bar in your plan. It's the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar, maybe even better than a candy bar. Built bar makes it easy to stick to your resolution because it tastes so freaking good. You'll want to eat it. Unlike other protein bars, which can be chalky or waxy or taste like a chemical spill. Built bars are covered in 100% real chocolate. They only have 130 calories compared to a candy bar, which usually has 240 calories. Candy bars usually have eight times the sugar, way more carbs. The point is Built Bars are good for you with 17 grams of protein for each bar. There's so many flavors to choose from. My favorite is cookies and cream, but they also have coconut almond, peanut butter brownie, Ooh. raspberry, salted caramel, mint brownie, so much more. And they're always coming out with new limited time flavors. You can hear Rick getting excited. I'm going to try to have oh, some built bars. It sounds very awesome. Uh, agreed. Totally on. agree. Low sugar, <laughs> low sugar, low carbs. That's, you know, that's, that's good news, folks. That's good news. I try to keep myself in shape there. That's great stuff. I agree. And I'm going to try, once they send it to you, I'm going to try to have them send it to you, especially after this little plug you just made. Coconut for, almond, for sure. <laughs> Coconut almond. You got it. Go to built.pickleball. I use them when I'm playing. I'm out in the pickleball, playing pickleball all day in a tournament. No, that'd be great. Beautiful. I'll, I'll definitely get that, get that going again. Coconut almond for one hall of famer, Rick Barry, go to built.com use promo code, uh, locked 15 again, built.com. The promo code is locked 15 to get 15% off your order. One more time, go to built.com use the promo code locked 15 for 15% off your order. Oh. On Warriors, your daily Golden State Warriors podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Thanks for making. I'm get back to that again. Is that B U? Spell that out. The words it built or build? A built uh, with a T. B U I L. Okay, I'm just saying. You just got to make sure because you know. You don't want to give people so B U I L T. <laughs> no, they're gonna love that. No, built it is B U I L T. Correct, like you built something, not like you're building something. You're and going Rick, to I'm build. Sure. Good meeting. You're going to build. You're going to go. This if you do it properly, you will have built. Good eating habits. <laughs> uh, and, and speaking speaking of something that's been built, you built five tremendous sons, and you also have a daughter as well. Oh, it's fun doing but, it too. <laughs> that's, that's the best part. Uh, but your your youngest, it's his birthday today. Happy birthday, Canyon Barry. Um, what's he doing these days? You, you, last time we talked, you mentioned he was uh, he was trying to work on his three point shot, uh, playing for the Iowa Wolves. Uh, they're the G League affiliate of the Minnesota Timberwolves. Um, how's he doing there? Is he is he liking it? Any prospects for playing? What's the latest on him? Uh, well, it's the same old stuff. I mean, it's not like he gets included in things all the time, but. It's the first time that he's ever really struggled with his three-point shot. I mean, I watched very carefully. He's shooting a great dead straight, just a little bit long. I said, son, just look at what, you know, look at what Steph Curry just done recently. I mean, Steph Curry is in the worst, worst slump probably he's ever been in. Ever. You know, ever, right. I mean, so if it can happen to Steph Curry, it can happen to you. And you don't have the luxury of shooting 15 in a game, okay? I mean, you get in and you get the chance to shoot one or two and you sit in the bench and you're back in. That's not easy to do. And he's still... <laughs> that he's a 40 percent three-point shooter basically with you know most of his career as he's been in the nba you know the g league and stuff and you know playing for usa basketball 3x3 and i said don't worry about it and so you know last game he played you know there he had 
you know, played his minutes, but he only got four shots, three pointers, he made two for four. So that's 50%. I say, hey, cool. So you don't worry about it. And, you know, if you're, you know, you got the, the, the technique and you're not doing anything wrong, which I said, I went over it and reviewed it. And I said, son, you're doing nothing wrong. Your, your form is perfect. Just keep shooting it. It'll happen. It'll start dropping. So that was good to see. So hopefully it'll come from there. But every time when he, when he does get a chance to play and actually get included in the offense where he handles the ball and does all the things he can do. I mean, I remember one time in one of the seasons when he was there, he had one game of 15 shots and one game of 18 shots in the whole season, right? Mm-hmm. Average 25 points on those games. So if he's given the chance, I yeah. mean, he averaged last season in the shortened season, he averaged 13 points on seven shots or eight shots. That's not easy to do. And shot and shot, you know, high 40s, 40 from twos, and 100 from the free throw line. I mean, so. Yeah, I mean, it, it, he's it, it just kills me. Everybody's all oh, well, it's his son, that's why. No, no, I know basketball. I know yeah, who can play and who can't play. And I will tell you one thing. I'm really happy for Jordan Poole because I, I want the Warriors to be successful. Jordan Poole was a, was not very good when he first came into the league and got drafted. No, was not. I mean, there is no way that you could think that this kid is going to become the player he's become for them with his showing early in his career. But to his credit, he went, he worked at his game, accepted going down to the G League, and now he's come back to be an integral part. And I'm really proud of him coming in off the bench to get him ready for what Clay's doing. He comes in and gets, what, 32 points in the game? and doing. Hey, if he can play anywhere near that in that role, that's a big thing for the Warriors for the future if Clay's playing at the level we hope him to be playing at. So kudos to you, Jordan Poole. I'm happy for you. Wow, yeah, and we were criticizing Jordan Poole heavily. He still hasn't gone the consistency down his last game against the Pelicans last night. Not great. He is not Steph Curry. Let's just get that straight. (laughs) I mean, he's to take shots a little bit too far, perhaps sometimes behind the three-point line. And, you know, but he's still still doing a heck of a job. So I'm I'm, I'm proud of him. Good. Yeah, there you go. And and I hope to see Canyon at some point playing alongside Anthony Edwards and, and Carl Anthony Towns for the Timberwolves. And like I, see, I, I, yeah, I'd like to see that happen too. Just to me get too. I mean, especially with something else, one chance. No, yeah, especially we'll with see. all these uh, the, these players going down because of health and safety protocols, and we hope that that kind of gets reduced soon. Um, yeah, let me ahead, point to you. You'll appreciate this having you know worked with you for so long. Yeah. Why is it? Why don't teams approach their roster in this manner? You have your players who you know are your star players, the guys that can get it done, and you pay them mm-hmm. the big bucks. And then you have the other players who are not there, but, you know, the next level below. Do you need anybody else at that level on the rest of your team? No. 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 I mean, so they're going out and getting guys that think that they should be playing and getting 25 a game or whatever, blah, 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 who maybe aren't capable of doing it and have some major flaws in this game. Why would you not go out and get great role players you don't have to pay them money you can save that money for the other guys to go and use it to go and get somebody get a trade or whatever it may be and have the other guys with the attitude who are going to be thrilled to be there and still make millions of dollars but not eight nine and ten million dollars when they have major flaws in this game right why is there any player who is a wing player on an nba team who isn't shooting in the in the mid 30s why is he on your team I mean, in today's, game, in today's game, if you can't shoot the three, you are a liability to your team. Yeah. As yeah. a winner, as someone who's supposed to, you have to be able to shoot the three and do the other things. There are players out there, like my son. Yeah. He's a 
percent shooter basically who can play the game, get to the basket, plays unselfish, would thrive if he played in a system like the Warriors play because oh. he the game. I mean, why would you not go get those players? He, you know, a minimum contract you could have, and he'd be thrilled to be there and would be able to do the kind of things you would want those players to do because they don't get a chance to play. But you want someone, if somebody goes down or somebody's struggling, you can give this person a chance knowing that he knows how to play the game and you can put him in feeling comfortable that he's going to do the right things. I, no, I you're no I, I don't understand it either, Rick. Um, um, but that's, yeah, I mean, that's, I mean, we've, we've been talking about the incompetency at the top levels of the personnel offices for years, right. And, and why so many people are in those positions, making these asinine decisions. Um, you know, the warriors are in a position right now. The one critique you and I have been saying repeatedly is that they lack size. They still don't have a natural center on the roster. Uh, we still don't know when James Wiseman is going to come back. Uh, and one player that recently um, has been made available because the Bucks released them, and I'm going to share my screen here real, real quick, Rick, if you can see this. I put a poll on uh, the Locked On uh, Warriors Twitter account in terms of whether or not um, the Warriors should sign uh, Boogie Cousins. He is available. Again, the Bucks recently waived him. Um, you know, they need size. He provides that. They need easy scoring. He provides that. He knows the system. He would come in on the veteran minimum. Uh, two thirds of the people replying to this poll said, yes, yeah, we want him. It would be nice. Um, what are your thoughts? Is a boogie cousin, someone that the, the Warriors should add to the roster? Um, or do you think just keep the status quo the way it is? I would say take a shot with him. Same. I mean, he was taught how to play the center position by the best big man's coach, my teammate Clifford Ray. Clifford's the guy that really got him going when he coached at Sacramento and he had boogie there. Um, yeah, I mean, this is a guy that, you know, he can shoot the ball from, you know, he can shoot the ball from outside. He's got a low post game as well. Um, yeah, I, I I would say give him a shot and just you know, tell him what you expect from him. But I, I don't think it's a losing thing. Well, at that cost, why not? I know exactly. I, I don't I don't get it either. They even have the space uh, to bring him in. I. I hope it's something they consider because they need them. I, I really think the Warriors could use a center. Um, are you worried about Steph's uh, shooting slump right now? The, the Warriors have lost two in a row. <laughs> no, here's the thing about Steph. I would I would say to Steph, he was, should have listened when we talked to him a few years ago about doing something with my son's scooter with the shooting sleeve and the technology that we had there. Because right now, if he had done that and he had this shooting sleeve, it was the most sophisticated teaching tool I've ever seen in my life. All the other stuff out there is a bunch of hogwash. I mean, it's, it's just gimmicks. This is the greatest teaching tool ever for shooting the basketball. And if Steph had gotten involved with this, all he would have to have done is go in and have his sleeve on, which is programmed to his shot exactly the way he shoots, and take some shots, and it would tell him, tell him after every shot what he's doing wrong based upon his shooting technique. It, this would be the greatest thing ever for him. And can you imagine and why, why Under Armour wouldn't have done something with this? The Steph Curry shooting leave, you sleeve, you couldn't make them fast enough to be able to sell them for young oh. kids to have a chance. And here's the truth. With the technology, so sophisticated as it is, Steph could have his shooting form put in there. A kid could wear it. It will tell him this, that, get your elbow. And do it. A kid working on this could actually learn how to shoot the ball like Steph Curry oh. with the, the proper technique. The by far greatest teaching tool ever, which could go into other sports, which could go into rehab. It's unfreaking. If I had the money, I would buy the technology and own it myself and take this out there. There's no doubt. It's a no brainer. And a Steph Curry shooting sleeve would be the biggest hit ever 
in the world of basketball for a teaching tool. And he could put it on and he would get out. I told him the other time, this is when he had it. Remember he had that one slump a few years ago and we had met with him after the championship. I said, Steph, Josh, you got to get this. My son was trying to get to show him, never could get a chance to show him. I said, Steph, here's the thing. When you had that slump, if you would have the sleeve, all you would have had to do is go put the sleeve on, go out and shoot. And the sleeve would have told you what you're doing incorrect with your shooting technique, if that's it. Now, it could just simply be something else, just like my son Canyon. He was just shooting it a little bit too hard because they were going straight and hitting the back rim. You see, great shooters, for you people are listening, watch somebody shooting. If a shooter is missing short or long, that's fine. Mm-hmm. If a guy's missing left or right, he has flaws in his shooting technique. Great shooters don't miss left and right. They or should don't. They rarely miss left and right. It's short or long. And with the sleeve, it's going to tell him, especially if he's short, it will tell him if it's short. He's saying you're, you're a little bit short, get it, and he'll get it up a little bit more. Anyway, I, I'm just on and on. About, I wish I had the money to do it. I mean, I'm well, Rick, you, you're hyping this up so much. Can your son scooter? Like, does he own the IP to this? No, like, can that's he... the thing. He, we could he could get the IP, but you know, it wouldn't cost a crazy amount. But this would be the most incredible thing. And I try to, you know, for Steph, this could be Steph's legacy. It could be Steph's gift to the world of basketball and to all these kids who admire him and and love him so much because they can relate to him because he's a normal type of person. I mean, well, six, three yes. isn't normal, but compared to everybody else, he's normal. Yes. And, 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 and give this gift to the world of basketball, to all these kids do it. I mean, he's got enough money to do it himself. You know, screw it. You don't have to do it with Under Armour. Let them make all the damn money. Just come and buy it and do it yourself. You'd make you. There's no way you wouldn't make a freaking crazy amount of money doing this. Well, the audience for Locked On Warriors is based in the Bay Area, Silicon Valley. Those venture capitalists. If one of you are listening, reach out. I'll get you connected with Rick Barry. You two can make a ton of money. I was about to say s bomb load of money. Uh, and and by the way, he's not going to do it if he doesn't want to do it. Then we'll we'll try to do it. Get Clay to do it. You got two of the greatest yeah. shooters ever in the history of the game. I mean, either one. And then, hey, Steph can do it, own it, and do something, and then you can have it do Hey, for an extra added-on bonus, hey, you pay this much money, and you can have the thing programmed for Clay Thompson's shot. Incredible. That is incredible. Well, speaking of sleeves, uh, one of your sponsors uh, is Go Sleeves. I'm going to share the screen with them. Uh, uh, tell us about that. You, you're, you've been saying for a long time that Clay should be uh, uh, wearing Go Sleeves. Um, this is one of the products you endorse. I try to get uh, it. It, you know, try to get him and get some just to put him on to use it when he's working out and playing and doing stuff. I think he would love them. They got kinesio tape inside. It's injury prevention. I wear them just to prevent and do stuff every time when I play pickleball. I love the product. Uh, they're they're well made. They're not super expensive at all. They last. I mean, I've had mine now for for, for years, washing them, doing everything else with them. They're awesome. They're an absolutely awesome product. So check them out. I guess first time people can get twenty five percent. I was going to say go and put my code in, but. I have, a, I have a code when you go to ghostsleeves.com, but RB24, but they're, they're doing a special thing to try to get even more people involved. So if you got a chance to do it and get the 25% off, take that. And if you want to do it later on and get some stuff, then just put RB24 in there and you'll get at least a 20% discount. Uh, but check <laughs> it out. I mean, it's a great it's a great product. I mean, first of all, I would never endorse anything if I didn't believe in it myself. And I wear them. Right. I wear them. When I play pickleball, I wear them. I mean, and I just, I love them. I was wearing it for my left knee where I have no cartilage. And had you know four knee operations on it, and so I had been a little sore. And so the guys down there, Darren and Roy, I met them actually at a celebration for Al Adels, you know, a number of years ago. And they said, "Hey, you want some?" I said, "Yeah, I'll try." And I said, "And I, you know, I don't really have an issue. It's not a problem." And he got sore. I was doing it too much, 
So I put the sleeve on and started doing that. Well, my God, it worked so good. It felt so great. I said, you know what? I'm going to wear it on my other knee. And I, I just feel good with it on. It's just a really nice feeling. It makes you feel secure. And it's got a lot of benefits. So go to the site, GoSleeves.com, and check it out and you know make a decision yourself. But if you've got knee issues and, and you have calf stuff too, and they're coming out now with an elbow sleeve, mm -hmm. which is good or a tennis elbow or golf elbow or pickleball elbow, <laughs> uh, yeah, you know, or badminton elbow or what is it? What else? What is it there? They could also do uh, paddle tennis elbow, but anyway, check it out. Yeah. Will Chamberlain elbow. No, totally. I'm with you on that. If you get the joke, yeah. dun dun dun. Yeah. Um, anyways, uh, and, and again, uh, Rick, you have your own podcast network. That is warriors 24, uh, the warriors 24 podcast network. You have your own show on there. The Rick Barry show. Uh, we recently had Skip Bayless on there, Chris Mullins, Sleepy Floyd. Definitely subscribe to that. Uh, anything else you want to promote before we wrap things up? Yeah, well, um, for people who are into ca the cannabinoid world, I'm a big believer. I use it every day. Uh, Medicileaf, M-E-D-I-C-I-L-E-A-F, M-E-D-I-C-I-L-E-A-F.com. 24 is the code. Get a great uh, dis you know, discount on any of the products. They have all kinds of stuff. The salve is unbelievable. 5,500 milligrams of product in there. And it's not just CBD. See, it's not everybody here's CBD. There are 130 or more cannabinoids in the can cannabis plant, okay? And they're doing all kinds of research and trying to find out what some of these other ones can do. And this is going to be going on for years and years and years. You're just going to hear more things. You can see it, you're showing some of the stuff to me right now. Absolutely awesome. Uh, the salve is incredible. The roll-on is incredible. We're a, we're a sponsor for the Professional Pickleball Association. The guys there come over and they get themselves loaded up with stuff before they play. And every, I've seen firsthand almost miraculous things when people come and they use these things. So just, you know, give it a try. Um, awesome product, high quality, and uh, you get a nice discount if you go to medisaleaf.com and put in the code 24. So give it a try instead of taking all that other stupid stuff to wreck your stomach and Oh God. And you know, you don't want to get into the other stuff, the opioids and all. I mean, just try right. this for, for pain. They have a product for sleep. One lady came over and she said, I'm trying to get them to do something with the sleep product to get it, put a little flavor and stuff in it. And the one lady said, well, I don't like the taste this, you know, and everybody's taste is different, but she bought every bottle that we had at the booth at one of the tournaments. She, she said, I haven't slept like this in six years. This Oof. product is unbelievable. So give there it a show. And there you are as, as one of their official athletes who's uh, endorsing Medisaleaf. And for them watching and listening, definitely go check that out. Um, and again, you can follow Rick on all social media platforms at Rick24Barry. Um, always a pleasure, sir. Great to see you. And I'm sure we'll be recording a show ourselves uh, on, your, on your platform soon. Again, that's the Rick Barry Show. to Subscribe there. For everyone else, um, thanks for making Locked On Warriors your first listen every day. Now make your second listen, Locked On Bets, your daily one-stop shop for all your gambling needs. Locked On Bets, hosted by your boy Q with expert analysis and insight from Lee Sterling. It's free and available on all platforms. I'm going to be hosting, uh, if Clay plays Sunday, I'm going to host uh, immediately afterward. Um, and then, Rick, I'm going to see you on the 21st. I'm coming to Chase Center, so I'm looking forward to seeing you there. Uh, we'll do some networking. Uh, Raymond Ritter has told me that once Clay starts playing, he will join us um, for the Rick Barry show, which I'm really excited about. And then you can tell him directly about Ghost Leaves. Uh, and um, but you're going to Chase Center for Rick Welt. So when is your? Do you know when your night is? They're they're doing the 75th anniversary thing there where they honor and different they players. I haven't heard anything about any of that, but I'm happy to do that uh, for Rick because uh, I've known Rick as I said since he was a young kid working for the Seattle SuperSonics and watched his uh, illustrious career 
uh, from start to finish, basically. Wow. I mean, I'm, I mean, I've known him for all those years. In fact, when he went to the NBA, I called him up about three months later and I said, how's it going? And he said, Rick, I said, I thought it was going to be crazy that people be slamming doors in my face. And everything. He said, I've been welcome with open arms because the NBA was so bad about marketing. Nobody went out and marketed. And so he was going out there and getting all kinds of stuff. And that's how they really got themselves going and got the marketing end of their business in high gear. You can have the greatest product in the world. If you don't market it properly, it may not be successful. I always tell people I have two words for marketing to tell you how great it can be. Pet rock. People made millions of dollars selling. <laughs> so, I mean, and because why? They did an amazing marketing campaign. So you have, and look what happened since they started the marketing. What happened to the NBA? It became a worldwide huge success because they started to market a, pro, a, a product that's always been great. In 1975, our finals were on delayed television. I know. Delayed, I, that's ridiculous. The finals that of a major sport in this country were on delayed television. So they, like they say, the old Virginia Slims thing, right? They've come a long way, baby. <laughs> I love it, Rick. Well, we'll be recording a show soon. And again, uh, Sunday night, if Clay plays, I'll be recording a podcast right after. And then Dieter and I. We'll do a show on Monday. And Rick, you are always welcome on this show. Anytime Happy you birthday, want. son, my son, Canyon. So you said that before, which is great. I, I put a great picture up on uh, Instagram uh, of him when he was. Yes, he did. Yeah, so. And you can see that by following Rick on, on again, on, on his, on, on all of his social media platforms at Rick 24 Barry. And you can follow me on Twitter at Doc Surf Road Show and this program on Twitter at Locked on Dubs. Rick, always a pleasure, sir. Thank you very much for coming on. And until uh, next we'll time, we'll do the Barry show uh, next week before I head out. Let's do it. I'm in. I'm in. Sounds good. All right. We'll talk soon. Take care, everyone. Right. Happy New Year.